Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your main man, aka Crazy Cracker, aka Andres Podcast, out of the great state of Michigan, the greatest school ever on the east side of the state, University of Michigan, what a great place to be, right? On the west side, you know, Michigan State, guess what they did, they just hired some guy from Oregon State, coach. Um, Tell anyway, me. this is Sean coming at you. Yeah, my buddy Sean's here, I'm not... Parlay I Sean. If, I don't know if I like. I mean, why are we hiring a coach that we had to buy out and give Oregon State three million dollars? Okay. And then to get him to come to us, he was already making five point five million dollars. Yeah. At Oregon State, so we had to pay him seven point five million dollars plus yeah. buy out his contract for three million. Yeah. And. His overall record at Oregon State is thirty-four and thirty-five. Oh, ooh, okay. So he's one game under five hundred. This is the best season he's had. He had a seven and five season, mm-hmm. and now he's eight and four. Okay, like he's only had two winning seasons. Okay, and how long has he been there? Five years, four. Thirty-four and thirty-five. That's seventy-nine games. So that's like do the math. Divide by twelve. Twelve, twelve, twenty-four, thirty-six. No, it's only three years. 12, 24, 36. No, 34 plus 35. Oh. 34 plus 35 divided by 12. Your favorite number, 69 and position. <laughs> um, Divided by 12 games. So 5.75 years, but he might have not had some of those years he would have had 13 games making a bowl game. So... Let's say maybe five-year contract. Yeah. Or maybe even only a four-year contract. Well, here's well here's the thing. Do you think that Oregon State was just going to get rid of him anyways? Do you think that that's why they kind of like, fine, you can have him because he's not been doing anything to the snot and we're about to leave the Pac-12 or they're going somewhere else in Pac-12 when the Pac-12 is going to be re-furnished, re- right? Yeah, and maybe that's what they did. I mean, why wouldn't you just not keep a guy? Why would you keep a coach that isn't doing well that well? And then you're just like, ah, oh, forget about it. Just let him go. We'll have the, the like he'll have a new start. We'll pay him off to leave. You know, he had a contract till 2029. Oh, at Oregon State. Wow. So, jeez. Why did I mean? But no, the, that the makes buyout sense. was three million. That's that makes sense. That totally makes sense now. You know why? Because they don't want him there for another six years. Five years for sure. So why would you not just sell him out or pay him off to leave? He they didn't pay him off. Michigan State had to pay freaking Oregon State three million dollars yeah, plus give him yeah. seven point five. Yeah, yeah, that's that's well, that's what I'm trying to implement. That the fact that Michigan State is so desperate to find a coach with a good backbone. And maybe he does have a big backbone, but I'm not happy with signing a coach that's 34 and 35. No, but I mean, you got to start somewhere. Because, I don't know, I mean, you got, you got, before Jim Harbaugh was. um, The guy for San Diego State. Yeah, Rodriguez. Oh, Rodriguez was first, yeah. And, and uh, Hokey, Hoke. So you have to start somewhere. But, again, Michigan State doesn't have that uh, uh, history of good f- football teams. So, Well, they do under Dan Antonio. Antonio. 
and Dan Antonio can't get back because of his heart condition. That's what I've been told, right? But Urban Meyer can come back to Ohio State. Dude, I've been telling you this. Didn't I tell you this before? Does Ryan Day lose his job at Ohio State? I think he does. And I think Urban Meyer is just going to sit in the background, wait till all that, all that stuff is done in January after the bowl game. They're going to let him go. Ryan Day. I think they'll let Ryan Day go before the bowl game, right? If they do get let him go. Or would you do it after the bowl game? What would you do? Because Urban Meyer isn't going to be there long enough to to do anything for three or four years. He's Urban Meyer. He'll have another heart condition. I mean, the thing is, we all know that they base it off of one game. Ryan Day really only has six total losses. Yeah. It's three against Michigan. Like, Ryan Day is a good coach. He is. He is. I mean, yeah. even if you hate Ohio State, someone is going to take him right off the bat. But Yeah. 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 I think. If you can't beat the biggest rival. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened to Michigan. You, if you can't beat Ohio State, your, your career was over. I mean, that's just the bottom line. There's nothing to it. I mean, no one. Urban Meyer went 7-0 and zero against Michigan. Which was it wasn't even a joke for Michigan. It was preposterous. It was just garbage. Well, Day is gone, yeah. Yeah, okay. So Ryan Day is gone. But I was listening to somebody say that this is going to be the last year that this rivalry will determine if a team goes to a bowl series to BCS bowl playoff or not. Because the, both these teams are 12-0. and 0. For the first time in like in thirty years, and now we'll never have that again because now they're going to go to playoffs to eight teams. Yeah. So that all that means is going to be rankings now, and we're all going to beat up on each other because now that we have USC and Oregon, I know, and Washington, I know. This is going to be so weird to watch that to see two. I'm gonna be. Pissed. It's going to actually hurt the Big Ten because I mean I think we're gonna we. We're gonna have two. We're gonna have teams with one and two losses, maybe even three losses. I don't know. Well, I think it's going to eight teams. We might next year might have our first two loss team in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, most definitely. But you know what? I really do think this is a good thing for Ohio State and Michigan because we don't play anybody until those two games again, unless it's Penn State and Wisconsin. Maybe, maybe if Wisconsin was good. That'd be the second game of the year. That would be re- re- anything relevant before the uh, before the Ohio State game. All I know is I hope USC, Oregon, and Washington all go on that motherfucking shitty side of the fucking conference. All three of those teams better be on the side of fucking Minnesota, Iowa, and Wisconsin. In yeah. Nebraska, that is the shittiest conference on the on the West. Yeah, I do know. not put Oregon, do not put USC or freaking Washington on the Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State side. Yeah, because if that happens, that's a crock of shit. I will take UCLA. That's fine. Give us UCLA on that side. Yeah, but the other three, they're better go on the on the other division because no, this week, yeah. no. But you know what? I think it might happen though too. Is this they might can. Can the Bay, can any conference decline a team after so many years? I don't know, but you know. Te- because think about this. So don't you think that 
eventually they would probably say, well, thanks for uh, for your time, but uh, Rutgers and Maryland, thank you, but you have to go. I don't know. Could that happen? I don't think that can. I think that could happen. But well, but who's going to watch? But here's the thing. Here's the thing I don't understand. If Washington, Oregon, UCLA, USC are playing each other or during a certain game of the week, who's going to be watching Maryland and Maryland and Nebraska play each other or Maryland and, and Rutgers playing each other? Well, we're going to have all the late-night games. We don't know if Peacock's going to have half of the control again. We don't know if Prime's going to have half of the control. And the weird thing is, since we are talking about college football, we all know that the biggest game of the week was Ohio State-Michigan, and Michigan came through. Yeah. Um, Georgia had to squeak through. Florida State did their job against Florida. But all these conferences, I mean, it's not just the Big Ten making a difference. Remember, Hook'em Horns is going to the SEC. You got Alabama playing Texas. You got LSU playing oh, Texas. Right. You got Georgia playing Texas. Wow, that's you know, awesome. I mean, that's awesome. And I think Oklahoma. I think yeah. those were the two that went over there. That that makes sense. I mean, they. You want those two? I mean, dude. You, I think you know what's going to happen in the next five years. Instead of playing all these weak ass teams, I think Michigan might be able to play Texas in the middle of the year. They might just well. They have Texas and USC next year, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, I'm saying Texas or a team from SEC. Stop putting Chattanooga on the schedule, Alabama. (laughs) The week before you play Auburn. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, what the flying shit, Auburn? Why are you only rushing three people on a fourth and goal at the 25-yard line? Nick Saban and Alabama squeaks by, has a miracle. I mean, Auburn, this was your national championship of the year. All you had to do... I, I I rush I rush five I rush five I yeah. hate this prevent defense it gave the quarterback seventeen seconds behind the thing mm-hmm. and he catches it in a hail mary and as much as I hate to say it I mean George is probably not going to lose but Bama is in the talk that game is at four o'clock this this Saturday I'm gonna be before, able to watch it. you will it's just before the Michigan and Iowa game played in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wish don't that, count out Alabama. They're no, getting se- no. they're getting seven in this game. They're yeah. plus seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can bump that to eight and a half or eight, and you mm-hmm. got whatever. Yeah, I think I think Alabama's going to win that game. I think and they, as long as Georgia keeps it close, it's not going to make a difference because Georgia will be in the turn in the, the four spot. Yeah, but I think it just feels yeah. like an upset. I think the one thing about Georgia right now is that they're playing very boring football. When's the last two games did they play actually a good competitive team? Like like a team that's given them a, a good heap of trouble. Not they, a good team. They barely beat Georgia Tech rival. Yeah, and the thing about that, Georgia Tech is because just Georgia Tech is something they give. Yeah. So that's crazy to think that Georgia could lose that game. So could that mean well, that Alabama would just shoot up to like Three or four. That's going to be the conflict, buddy. Because, okay, Michigan's favored by 24 points this week. They're going to win. They might not cover the spread, but they're going to win. Yeah. Okay? Michigan's going to win. So, they're in. Washington is probably going to lose the rematch to Oregon. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so, said now that. you have 
a one and one loss, and they played each other. Mm-hmm. Louisville plays Florida State. Florida mm-hmm. State should win that game, but because especially with Louisville losing to Kentucky, oh yeah, Louisville losing to Kentucky like ruined their shot. They were on the talks of the game, but let's just say this scenario ends up happening. If Georgia loses mm-hmm. and Washington loses, mm-hmm. now they're both one loss teams. Oh yeah, right. Okay. Georgia's one loss, Washington one loss, Oregon one loss, Ohio State one loss, Bama one loss, Texas one loss. Holy cow. Okay. Who are you going to put in there? If Georgia Georgia keeps the game to less than seven points, they just drop from one to four. Yeah. Right? Okay. Michigan moves to number one. Okay. Okay. Now, Washington loses to Oregon. Here's the problem. The BCS always does manage... Later games is more important. So oh. Washington's probably going to get screwed. So then Oregon moves up mm-hmm. over Washington to the three spot. Mm-hmm. The problem is if Florida State wins, you have to take an undefeated team, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's a conflict. You got Washington. So Florida State's in. Michigan's in. Georgia can't fall out as no, long as the game no, is four. No, be four. They'll be four. Yeah. Who gets that third spot? You can't give it. You could give it to Oregon for for, for beating split, Washington for splitting uh for splitting that game. But then what about Texas? Texas. Then they lose to. Did they beat Oklahoma on the first time? No, they lost Oklahoma. You're right. They lost. But they beat Alabama. Oh, you're right. You're right. And now Alabama beats Georgia. Alabama news. Okay, yeah. Iowa, Ohio State is out of the picture. It don't matter. Okay. They would need a lot, a lot to happen for Ohio well, State to get in. Yeah, they would have to have at least. Uh, Michigan would have to lose. Washington would have to lose. Georgia, Georgia would have to lose, lose, and Florida State would have to lose, lose. Yeah, just to be in the talk. Yeah, it's true. Okay, and I yeah. don't see all four of them losing. No, but this, I don't know who you take. Oregon, <laughs> Texas. Oregon, Texas, Bama, Bama, and we're saying that Bama. You 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 just said it on the live that Bama could upset Georgia if Alabama upsets yeah. Georgia. Yeah, they could. Yeah, I think they could. I think I just think that they're. But I just so think Georgia's a very Georgia's a really boring team. So who do you take out of those three? Bo Nix is the is the Heisman Trophy candidate. You going see that's the only reason why you take that because if you don't if you don't take that and you don't put him in the ball game, his Heisman Trophy means shit. Okay, there's nothing. So you have to almost give it to him if they beat Washington. Washington. They're favored by 14 points in this game when they barely, when they lost the game by two points in week three or four. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that statement. Mm-hmm. I love the Ducks. I love the Ducks. Fly the Ducks. Go Nike. All that good shit. We're saying, what if scenario, mm-hmm. if Bama beats Georgia, mm-hmm. you just beat the number one team in the country, the best team in football. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people would say Michigan's the number one best team in football but because we're from the state. But politically, because it's there, it Georgia's be, the number one team. Yeah. But Bama beat Georgia. So it'd be, actually, it'd be, probably, for some reason, I would go, I wouldn't, it, does, it doesn't matter rankings, but I would go, at least Michigan, Alabama, 
I would almost go with. You have to go with Florida State. We're saying Florida State won. You cannot State. leave the 13 0 team out. Florida State. And then I would almost, most definitely go with Oregon over Texas. I just would. You didn't say Georgia in there. I know. Oh, you're right. I didn't say Georgia. No, no. Actually, I put Georgia in there. So it's Michigan, Georgia, Alabama. And you have to put, if Oregon, Washington, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. I think if Oregon wins, they're in. Okay, but okay. you're saying Alabama's in. Yeah, I think they beat they, Georgia. Yeah, they there's have a to. conflict of interest. They I'm going to throw at you. They have to win. I'm going to say no. They cannot be in because then you're going to have a shit show. A shit show. Okay. Who beat? Who beat Alabama? Third game of the season. Hook'em horns. So how can oh, you yeah. leave Hook'em horns out? You're right. You're right. You're right. It, I don't it's going to be a shit show if if that scenario happens. So okay. So then if that's if that's the, your scenario, which is a good scenario. Then you go Michigan. Then you go, or Georgia. Georgia. Then you go Florida State because we're saying they're winning. Florida State. Then you have to go. Jesus, either Alabama or Oregon. I mean, or Texas. Or Texas. Okay. Well, okay. That's what we're gonna say. But now we're gonna throw in one more different scenario here, guys. Louisville upsets Florida State. Now. You have now Florida State jumps out of it. Florida State's done. We all agree yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But you have in Michigan wins and Georgia still loses. Okay, so but we're both on a lock that Michigan's in. Yeah, Georgia's in as long as the game's close and Bama doesn't blow them out. Yeah. Okay. Two spots are open. Does it go to the Ducks, Texas, or Bama? Remember, Bama won. Bama would, upset Georgia. So there's two spots. There's two so spots. I would go Bama and and Ducks. I would go Ducks. I just think Bo Nix, I just think that you can't have a Heisman Trophy candidate not be in the bowl, one of the bowl tournaments. You just can't. You just Texas don't. would flip out because they beat Bama. Yeah, Texas would shit a brick. I know. But I just think, but if Bama's out. Bama's in, you just said. Yeah, I know. But if you take Alabama out, then you put Texas and, or, and uh, Oregon in there. Yeah. yeah. If Bama loses to Georgia, then we don't even have this scenario. No. Georgia's in. Michigan's in. And if Florida State wins. Maybe Florida State. But you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just don't have them in. Because they just don't. I just think. I would rather see Oregon or Texas in over Florida State. Yeah, I don't care I think, if Florida State's thirteen and zero. I think that's what would probably happen because of the because of the, of the difficulty. Florida the State's going to get destroyed by all three of those teams. Yeah, and that's Florida State I, will get destroyed by Michigan. Florida State will get destroyed by Georgia. Florida State will get yeah. obliviated by Oregon. Yeah, I think. I just. I think for the healthy part of football. I don't think they'll have Florida State in there. Even if they're 13 and 0. No. I think that because the BCS has always been like that. Oh, those others those over the years over it's been over 25 years since they did the BCS bowl stuff. And that's exactly what I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think Florida State will be left out regardless of the win or not. Just cuz Florida State doesn't have the is that wrong, though? It is wrong, but it's good for 
for TV. It's good. It'd for be a better series not having Florida State. Yeah, it, it just is. I mean, this is not the old Florida State team from the 1990s. And they don't have their quarterback. Yeah, then they're not. They're just not. And they're I'd rather see Bo Nix or I'd rather go see they, e- Ewers. Yeah, they'd rather see those guys. Yeah, and and it brings better TV because if Florida State, like what you said, if Florida State gets blown out, people could be livid. Like, why am I watching this shitty ass game? I think they get blown out by all three of the teams. Yeah, but I think they get be blown out by Bama. I think they get blown out by yeah. even teams that don't make it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think the only team that will give them a slightly better chance, to tell you the truth. Michigan is as good as they are. They sometimes struggle on their offense. Sometimes they they even watching the Ohio State game, they kind of struggle a little bit here and there. So that was not a that game was that game of Ohio State and Michigan was legit. It's probably one of the top twenty five games of all time for Michigan and Ohio State. So, uh. Going with um, we were all over there. Sorry, guys. Yeah, we were talking about fine. college football, but yeah, but it's all right. But so Tom Kennedy is signed to Detroit. He's a practice squad. He did not make the roster. What are we talking about football? Yeah, we're still talking about Detroit Lions now. Mm-hmm. So Detroit Lions. I watched this kid in preseason. He caught everything. He ran his routes right. He did everything right, and they're filing him. They're filing. Putting him on the practice squad. I don't know why they haven't started him. I don't know why they has not put him on the team. I think he's got a good hands. Do I think about his size? I really don't know about how big he is, but I think that's something that I'm very happy about, about the fact that he uh, is signed to the practice squad. Are we staying on the whole Detroit theme right now or what? If you want to. What else do you want to talk Patrick about? Patrick Kane. Yeah, Detroit Red Wings, man. A former... Stanley Cup winner. And Multiple a, times. A, and a former player that they used to absolutely hate. Yeah. The Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Is a Red Wing. I know. That's One great. year, I think, a few million. Yeah. That's great. He'll, go, he'll bring the experience to the team. He just had knee surgery, I think, but I don't know why uh, New York Rangers didn't sign him. That was a little surprising. So, that was a little surprising. Mm. So, so, I just think that this guy will help the team be more mature. He'll be able to pass and score at certain times and occasions. He'll just bring more uh, uh, experience to, to the team. So, I'm happy about that. Uh, I don't know if they would keep him in the next year or not, depending on, how they f- it, depending on how the rest of the year goes. They make a playoff run? Yeah, or almost make the playoff run. I think they could keep him. I think that's possible. So, thank you. Patrick Kane for showing up for for playing in Detroit. It's just like Chicago, but better. We're a hockey town. Yep, we're a hockey town. So, what? A, uh, are we going to talk with the Pistons? I think we should. <laughs> 14, 14 straight losses. There are 14 straight losses. We're actually watching the game right now play against the LA Lakers and LeBron James. The they guy started that, out 5 nothing in the game, and now they're down 13. Yeah, but I, but we picked eleven and a half points, so that eleven. You would and a half. hope that they would cover. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. They were down as many as seventeen. So yeah. So we'll see what happens here. I mean, yeah. But it is. I'm sorry. This team is really, really not 
a good team. Well, I think what they need to do is go after rebounds, and they need to go after rebounds hard. I think what, one thing the Detroit Pistons don't do real well is that they uh, pass the ball in their offensive, uh, their offensive scheme it's a couple of times, and then they take the shot, and then one's underneath the basket for the rebound. Detroit, in this case, they should probably, they should probably take notes of uh, Coach Izzo from Michigan State. You're going to rebound for the team, and that's what you're going to do. We're not going to just sit back and think that we're going to score every time and not go after rebounds. So, if anything, that I'm not a big Izzo fan, but I think, I mean, a guy like Izzo could probably do justice for Detroit. Do so, I think, the old coach for the Detroit Pistons, right? Casey. Casey. Mm-hmm. I feel like they wanted to actually play for him. Like, they were not this bad. They only added one. They didn't lose that much from last year. No. No. Like, no, it's just what I mean. No, they just like. And Monty Williams won, you know, Coach of the Year two years ago. I get it, but Phoenix was stacked. Yeah, you know. But I think this is one thing you got to re- realize. You have to realize that if you get someone like if you get someone like um, Kay Cunningham that doesn't play much last year, and then you have Ivy touching the ball eighty five percent of the time and. And and on fast breaks, he's going to get his points. With Kay Cunningham out there, now Ivy's got to play a new position as a kind of like a spot shooter. Everything's a little slower. Uh, he has to try to play more defense, and that's not part of Ivy's game. So they kind of have to run. They kind of have to. I would run a double pick for Ivy. And like, see, I think that's Ivy right there. Ivy went for uh, Kay Cunningham, passed the ball as Ivy was breaking towards the basket, and he lost control of the ball. So th- stuff like that with Ivy, things need to slow down a little bit for him. I like his energy, but as we're watching the game with Kay Cunningham, with uh, oh, he got blocked. Probably trying to go three on one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're not going. Did not get blocked by Davis, Anthony Davis. So stuff like that for Detroit. It's just like their personnel isn't really that great, and their benches, their and Detroit's bench isn't really that great either. So, but we also have college basketball on, which we're about to change the station to the Red Wings because this game is already over. I mean, North Carolina is up forty-two. To 23 on number 10, Tennessee. Like, this will be the second straight loss by them. They didn't show up against Kansas. And your favorite boy, the University of Michigan former guy, that I can't think of his name because I don't like watching Michigan play anyway. But Dickerson? Dickerson. Yeah. Destroyed Tennessee last week. And then yeah, we were in. He is getting bent over without lube, 42 to 23. And North Carolina has scored 42 points. In less than 13 minutes. There are still seven and a half minutes left in the first half. They're going to score over 100 in this game. Yeah. Well, they score 65 in the first half. Yeah. But, again, what would you say about Tennessee? If they don't hit their three-pointers, they're not their shit. Yeah, literally the shit that comes out of your ass. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. If you're having uh, diarrhea problems, <laughs> go see a doctor and uh, drink a lot of water. Eat some fruit. Uh, Take yeah. some prunes. Yeah, and yeah, do that. Do whatever you can to to live your 
Live Healthier. Brought to you by MD Health. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So we'll probably be switching the station here when we get off the podcast of the Red Wings. Yeah. So we're... Oh, last but not least, but we got to talk about Sean's uh, 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 anniversary and his, uh, his uh, graduation to uh, having his car back. Woo! Ric Flair. Woo! That's right. Folks, Sean has got his blow and go. He likes a blow. No. And, uh, <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> so, so, I did get my interlock yesterday, so I got my car back. And he, now he has a, his license back. I got my license back today so I can drive. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of exciting. Um, and you're over of, 11 months. Just I'm officially days. like six days over or five days over 11 months. I celebrated my sobriety day on Saturday. Mm-hmm. 11 months sober without even marijuana and uh, alcohol. alcohol. That's good. I mean, it's amazing. You know what? This is more amazing to me that you're not like relapsing at any point of your life. I mean, at any point of the 11 months of any like type of stress, you didn't like, oh, I'm going to need it. I need a drink. I'm going to drink. I don't give a shit. That's pretty good. I mean, most guys can't do that one. I mean, the first time. For you to do the first time, it's... Well, remember, this is my third DUI, so I mean... No, but I'm just saying for you to actually stop drinking and stay, stop drinking for the first time. Good point. This is your third DUI, but you never choose to stop drinking. Yeah, you're right. I did not stop. So that's totally different. So this is amazing to me that you did something that most people can't do, which actually really questions me. Do you actually like the taste of alcohol, or do you just like the t- the feeling that it gave you because you were stressed out or happy or sad or whatever? Because probably, I mean, really, I don't know if I ever did like the taste of alcohol. Because that's part of what. See, that's the thing about. That's probably what the main issue was: the mind game and the people that have addictions. Yeah, because I don't yeah. know if you really do taste. It's probably the feel. Well, it's the feel of the alcohol that makes you go oozy. It makes you feel good. That makes you feel drunk. And then you're out of control. But for me, like at work today, I was thinking about having a founder's beer. Like, oh, that tastes good right about now. But I'm at work. I'm not going to do all that. And I didn't have one today either. So that's just to me, that's just. Shit, when I was when I was freaking drinking, I would go out during my breaks and take fucking shooters. Yeah. So maybe you did it for stress, probably anxiety, stuff like that, you know. So you, you drink, well, you drink or you smoke for stress, anxiety. I drink because the smoking was probably to accommodate my ADHD. Well, and you the mean, gummies, the gummies, and because alcohol you had nothing to do with accommodation of trying to to accommodate ADHD. Like now, people that have a thing against marijuana and all that stuff. Okay, I get it, but you know, it 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 does help. With some anxiety, some people with anxiety stress, and stress, and you know ADHD symptoms. But so, there has been report that you smoking it too much is really bad. To it, yeah. It's really bad for your lungs, which I think anything can be really bad for your lungs, in my opinion. And even the gummies can be bad on your body. I think. Is it really? Yeah. Just because all that gummy material being digested in your body? Yeah. I mean, it's basically a sugar candy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A little sugar cone candy. Yeah. I tried that once. It didn't go. I I was directing I, you home. Yeah, I know. You I knocked the beer over at Papino's. Oh my god! I was I never got. You so, ran into the wall on the way back to your apartment. I never got so high. I was drinking. You were already drunk too. I was already drinking, 
and then I put marijuana together and the you gummies. You only had a half of a gummy. No, I had a whole <laughs> thing. That's not even funny. That's horrifying. No, we were no, we went to Stella's. We had a couple of beers. Did we have any games? Did we want playing? Did we go to a game that night? I don't remember. No. This is when I was still drinking. No, this is when you're still drinking. Was this it when you, when you, was this when you're still drinking? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I was. No, you were drinking. I was right. Yeah, because that and was like, I had the gummy. Yeah. So what? Oh yeah, of course there was. So we went to Stella's with A.S. Stella's. We had a couple of beers. We went back to your car because you came back from somewhere. We dro- we walked to the car. Probably should have never been driving. To to park it back in my apartment complex, which is less than a, any mile. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't have my driver's license at that time, I don't think. Oh, yeah, no, you didn't. Of course you didn't. <laughs> no, but you were like, we, we were a block away, two blocks away from home. Yeah. But it's still stupid for us to drive. But, uh, yeah, that's that's nuts. I mean, look, for if anyone has an alcohol addiction problem, Sean is the man for learning or coping or experiencing life without alcohol. And I still got a lot of work to do. Yeah. I yeah. still have uh, my lovely uh, sports betting. But really, think about this. I mean, you made sense of it when you told people. If you make, if you make a bet and it's worth a day or half a day of work, your thing is that you just got to stop chasing your losses. Mm-hmm. So when you feel like you got screwed, because you do a lot of, I call him, well, Tony and I call him, but mostly Tony call him Parlay Sean. Because he puts all these parlays together and hopes that he wins. And then what happens is that you put five and six together and then out of five, and out of the five, four win and the one lose so in reality have you have you been able to uh have you been able to like if you lose a parlay a really shitty or a good parlay and then your team loses are you able to not to make a bet that same night same night that's what you need to stop I probably doing. got a little bit better at that yeah. yeah that's the one thing that you gotta not, do yeah do i mean you can wait the next day yeah that's one thing that you gotta that that's one thing that you got to learn how to do. That that didn't count, did it? No, the Pistons are trash. No. Yes, that didn't count. But They're still. 17 now. But still, you know what? This is something, this is something that, I'm, that I do like seeing about Detroit against L.A. Isaiah Stewart is not trying to hit three-pointers. He's trying to get those rebounds and stick to rebounds. If you, You're not a three-point shooter. That's why we have livers. That's why we have Kay Cunningham. This is why we have... Uh, Ivy on the team to shoot three pointers. Your job is to grab the rebounds and give us a second chance shots. For the last two minutes of this half or three minutes and a half, Detroit needs to get the ball back, the lead back down to. Oh, that's all three point shot. He, he can hit those threes. As he hits it, I just, I just don't like that. For some reason, I just doesn't. I just don't register him as a three point shooter. So. He worked on it. It works for Isaiah Stewart. I just wish he would be more of a rebounder. But if Detroit can, in the last two and a half minutes in the second quarter, get the game down to like 12, 14, 14 12, 14, will be good. But Detroit needs to keep the game close. They're down 16 right now. They got a lot of energy. Focus on your, 
Honest Abe energy. Just do your diligence. Actually, do what Izzo would tell you to do. Get those effing rebounds and shut the F up. And make free throws. And make free throws. <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing I can say about Izzo I like about the guy because he's basically right. The only thing I don't like about Izzo is that he's shouting at somebody when they're up by 30 points and he's cussing them out. That kind of makes me mad. Let it go. Talk to him during. Since we talked a lot about Detroit, what do you think about Detroit getting that Minnesota Twins pitcher made up? Yes, yes. Well, you know what? Sky Harris, the GM for Detroit Tigers, said that he's going to bring experience and balance to the team. He's going to teach. He's going to be the experienced pitcher that will show the players how to pitch five, six innings most of the time. I think Detroit has a huge problem. Our starters, Manning, Scrubble. Mize, Mize hasn't played, Casey Mize hasn't played in a year and a half because of his uh, ace, uh, Tommy John surgery. But he, I mean, we need something stable that can pitch five, six innings. And I think Manning had a good second half of the year towards the end of the year. Could I say about Scruble? You know, he's on and off sometimes. What do I think about Mize, Casey Mize? I think he's going to have to have a above sub sub above year this year he's going to have to keep the games close give the tigers the opportunity to win games but i don't see him some people that i talk to don't see him as even the third or fourth starter on the team anymore so i don't know what to tell you so depending on his depending on his uh, uh recovery from tommy john surgery we could go a lot of places with that kid but Maybe it's time to let him go. Maybe it's time to start over, and maybe it's time. I mean, my concern is that Turkerson, he uh, he had 31 home runs. Can he keep it up for next year? That's why we, uh, that's why we drafted him in the first place. Uh, Riley Green, uh, if it wasn't for that injury, I think that Detroit would have won more, a couple more games. Uh, the center field for Detroit. Uh, uh, I think his name is Patrick. Uh, Andrews, I forget his name, but one of our other Mo, I'm sorry, Meadows, Patrick Meadows, Austin Meadows' brother. I think he's another good uh, draft pick for Detroit that came on last year. So I'm looking. So Detroit wins at least 85 games. Maybe it's a little bit too low for. Expectations. I think, I think Scott, um, I think the GM for Detroit and uh, and AJ Hinge are going to want to win more than 85, 90 games next year just to be competitive for the playoffs. In your so, case, what do you guys think? Well, go ahead. No, with what? Okay. So, what do you think about your White Sox? Anything new? We suck. We're going to trade Dylan Cease probably to Atlanta Braves. We're duh, We're screwed. Why are you guys doing your best And we're pitcher? going to get rid of the shortstop, Tim Anderson, probably. Is it because of contract? I don't know. We just are dumb. <laughs> you can always join the Detroit Tigers. But what do you... Uh, yeah, the, so the White Sox are going to suck. The Tigers are going to be better than us. But what about, what about the Independent League, the Premier League, the Oakland Ballers. What do you think of that? They changed their name to Ballers. B a l l e r s Ballers. They're not going to keep the A's. They're not going to keep the A's. Oh wow! 
I don't know if I like that. And I think they have to do that. You know why? Because they don't want us to be associated with Oakland. And they don't want all the bad uh, 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 commercial publicity that they left Oakland. Does this mean Oakland is no longer going to have a baseball team ever again? Well, we got oh, the Oakland Ballers. Wait a second. Premier League. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, no, wait a second. So the Premier League is not even in Major League, obviously. So what I don't is, know what the Premier League is. Well, what I mean, is that? I think that's like a triple A. Uh, oh, well, what's that NBA league? A D the league. G League? The G League thing. Wait well, a second. An independent league. I mean, that's what. The Oakland Ballers are an expansion independent club in the, in the Pioneer League. Represent the community of lead effort to keep baseballs rooted in Oakland atmosphere. Yeah. The A's all but guaranteed their move to Las Vegas early this year. Oh, okay. I thought um, I thought the Vegas was going to change the no. name to something different. Well, you know, tell you the truth, there's just too many baseball teams in in California. Who cares about Anaheim Angels? I mean, think about where uh where uh Otami's going to go. Who knows? Think about that. What where would he where, he's in, they said in the beginning of the free agency, the top runner was Yankees, but now it's not in the Yankees no more. Now it's the what? Chicago Cubs. Could you imagine that? Well, you're not going to be able to. Well, Corey Bellinger's going somewhere else. Yeah, he's going somewhere else. I think, you know what? I think some team like Detroit should pick him up, but they won't. I think, they, I think if the Mets were better, I think Bellinger would have gone to the Mets. But he's not going to go there because he doesn't want to go to a team that has to start over with a new manager and all that. He's not going to Cleveland because Cleveland really stinks. And I think that's why that uh, Maintaini from the from the Twins that went to the Tigers went away from Minnesota. No, that's I'm getting Cleveland and Minnesota all mixed up. But Minnesota's a playoff team. Yeah. I would rather stay in Minnesota than go to Detroit or Chicago. Or Kansas City. Well, I think I think the money's there, and to be the honest, the money's where in Detroit. Yeah, because we don't have a lot of big money in there for pitching. We really don't. And to tell you, huh, you know what? The thing that sucks about free agency, which is good for sports, is that teams don't stick together as as players. So when your team sucks. You guys suck together, and then you make a couple tra- uh, uh, trades, or you uh, or you get a couple good draft picks, or you get lucky. Your team doesn't celebrate together. The well, did you see them. though? I mean, you brought up my White Sox. We did get Paul DeYoung from the Cardinals, but whatever. But the one thing that I really like because they were the this is the team I want to talk about. This happened last week, Wednesday, mm-hmm. in. We didn't have a podcast, but Eugene Suarez is going to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Oh, that's a good pickup. Yeah, that's a great pickup. That's going to be... Because the, they lost the I, the, the, the Gorel kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. I think... I think... Could he be... Could Suarez be the last piece to the Diamondbacks? Or do you think this is one of those... One of those years that the Diamondbacks had a lot good last year and they're going to suck this year? Well, the Giants are still going to suck. Yeah. 
Still, the Padres I, are going to trade everybody, and they just don't. I don't know what their management's going to do. No, they get the they got the Giants manager, and why did he do that? And what doesn't make sense to me is that what? So, so what are you going to do with the rest of the no, players? The Padres went to the Giants, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Padres guy went to the Giants. Who cares? He couldn't manage a team that had a three hundred fifty thousand a million dollar payroll. So it's just so nuts. And I don't know who took over the Padres' job. No but, one yet. But Dodgers are number one. Dodgers the only, are. The only t- teammate that the D-backs are losing was Luis Guerrero, which was a good player, but they're young and picking up Eugene Suarez is a pretty good pick. Yeah, yeah, for pitching for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, you think... The D-backs could be the wild card again. Yeah, you know what? I just think that that team was hot one year, and next year they're just going to be meh. Well, Soto's might not be in San Diego. Soto stinks. No, he's Soto's he's got a ring. I know, but he really stinks. He's just horrible. <gasps> you know where? Do you know where uh, Otami should go for one year contract? Philadelphia. Phillies. I would, if I was a Philadelphia Philly owner or GM, I'd say, we're going to pick him up for one year. If we don't win it this year, I'm going to fire all you a-holes. That's what I really would do. He's... I mean, but why would he go to a team for one year? Because that's what players do now. They don't stick to teams. Patrick Kane, only one year. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you sign yeah, Patrick Kane for two or three years? On, because he's 90 years old. Anatani is young. Yeah, but Otani, you know what Otani could do? Otani could play one year in Phillies, and then his, his profits or his assets could go even higher. And then do you know where he's going to finish his career? The New York Yankees. So you can say that every single big contract has not worked out, right? No, and that's why I think that... I mean, the closest right now is Bryce Harper because they made it to two World Series, but he hasn't won a ring. No. Anybody no. that signed a big contract, I don't even think... Did Alex Rodriguez win a ring? No. On that well, big contract? I think he won it with the Yankees. Yeah, but was it before the big contract or after the big contract? I don't oh, yeah, know. he probably got the big contract, so yeah. he did win one. Yeah, but he was useless. No, actually, I think, he, I think they won it without him. I don't think I don't think Rodriguez won a World Series with the Yankees. I think that was a Derek Jeter and and uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Bernie see, Williams. Yeah, and... Bernie Williams. I think that was before him. I really do. And I think we signed him because we thought that having two mega stars, Derek Jeter and and uh, and Rodriguez together, would be phenomenal. He won one in two thousand nine against the Phillies, with the Yankees four to two. Okay, so he did win. So, okay, so that would have been under the big contract then. So, but other than that, I mean, that team was stacked. I mean, yeah, yeah, that team was stacked. So usually it doesn't work out, but contracts don't. No, Pujols. but 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 you know what I really do think? I really do think this is what's going to happen. I think a lot of teams are not going to. I think it's going to start with Major League Baseball. They just won't sign guys like Harper anymore for like 13 years. They'll sign them for seven years, 
after their rookie contract wears out to sign them eight, seven, eight years. And then after their 11th year in the major leagues, they'll just go popping to one team, to another team, to another team for one year contract. You might be right. I think it's going to start with baseball because everyone knows baseball sucks to watch unless you're a baseball fan. And no one cares to watch baseball unless you're a baseball fan. So why would you pay someone that much money that no one watches at home in the summer? You know, baseball is great to listen to on the radio. If you're by the beach, by the campfire or whatever, you can listen to it. It's great. But no one's going to watch baseball while you do a campfire because the TV's not in your in front of your face in the by the campfire. Don't breaking news. Louis Serrino switches from the Yankees to the Mets. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. He did have that no hitter this year. Wow. That was the only good game he had. Oh, is that, yeah, it's the only game he only had get right. So that means nothing really. So I bet the Yankees are just more happy to let him go. Just because you haven't won a no-hitter doesn't mean anything. You can't pitch besides one game. And Joe Flacco gets moved up from the practice squad. <laughs> they need him. <laughs> Could you imagine? How old is that guy, like 38? 38. Jeez, he's going to get hurt. So on that note, why, I, I bet you, I mean, as embarrassing it was that the Bears won on Monday Night Football. No touchdowns, 12 to 10. Maybe the Browns are dreading that they got rid of Josh Dobbs. The Browns are stupid. (laughs) They might might be the dumbest organization. Detroit Lions used to be the dumbest organization ever when they had Barry Sanders in that era. But they could be the dumbest organization ever. 61 to 39. North 61 Carolina. 61 points in a half. Wow. Some teams don't score 61 points in a game. That looks like an NBA basketball team from like 10 years ago. Right there, folks. So, yeah, I think the Browns are dumb. I mean, again. They are like the shit in Andre's pants. Dude, I'm serious. Deshaun Watson is a good example of what I'm talking about. That's about those huge contracts. Those NFL Owners are probably never, they're probably, you know what they do? Is they, they're probably going to have to sign all these guys now who are in the NFL for like five, ten years, or even the Major League Baseball. But all these guys who are coming up in Major League Baseball or NHL, NFL, or, 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 or the NBA, all these guys who are not even in the college basketball right now, when they get to the pros, they're probably going to be the first generation that their contracts will probably be like only five, six years. And instead of being $300 million, it'd be like $120 million. So guess who's getting benched again this week? Who? Again, Mac Jones. Wow, come on. He's done. That's not nice. Just... <laughs> and they're going to start Bailey Zappi over Malik Cunningham. Zappio sounds like a sandwich or a soup place. So the Chargers, if you can't beat Zappy, on a side note, I can't believe that the that uh, Frank Wright got fired before the um, San Diego Padres coach. Well, it's his first year. Why didn't he? Why would you even fire him in the first year? It can't be that bad. 
he's not that bad. He's, I mean, remember he was decent with the Colts, but remember, I mean, he's asking that owner's an idiot down there in Carolina. He's asking Frank Wright to work miracles with Bryce Young. Yeah. Bryce Young is trash. He's not trash. He's just young, and he's a rookie who doesn't have any experience in the NFL. Who would you rather have, Bryce Young or Mac Jones? Jordan Love. Can I say that instead? <laughs> or Ryan Leaf. <laughs> Those are your three choices. Ryan. Who would you like to have, Mac Jones, Ryan Leaf, or Bryce Young? Bryce Young? You know what I would do with Bryce Young? <laughs> I'm serious. You know what I would do if I was – you know what I would do if I was – if I was uh if if I was the Panthers, I would bring a veteran quarterback there next year. Like a Teddy Bridgewater. Like a Teddy Bridgewater start him. Bryce Young would not even play for like eight weeks straight. So you're just having him watch the games. And it's almost too late to do that now because he's already started. But the thing that he really needs, that whole team is I would start up the way that Sam Fran did. They did the defense and then they did the offense. But what Carolina probably needs to do first in the offseason is is uh is do a bunch of draft picks for the offensive line and and at least get at least uh, a couple of defensive line guys. Congratulations because we're talking about Carolina to Julius Peppers. He's going to be a Hall of Famer probably. I know. It's great. And he's the only one that ever played for two different sports. It was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. North Carolina. Side note, North, North, North Deshaun Carolina. Jackson finally retires. He's going to sign a one-day contract with the Eagles. Deshaun Jackson finally retired. Yeah, that wide receiver. Oh, yeah. That dude that just, oh, like that, that touchdown when he didn't get, actually get in. And he like the ball go. It's going to be interesting in the NFL next year. With no, We already know that we are going to have a coach vacancy at Carolina. Detroit. We know the Chargers are going to be fired. We know Belichick is probably going to leave the Patriots. Belichick would probably go to San Diego. Yeah, he wants to well, it's not go San play. Diego, it's Los Angeles. He wants to go play. I mean, that quarterback. No, you know, that yeah, he's, he knows what he's doing. One thing I'd say about that is that you get Belichick, and unfortunately, Detroit's going to probably lose their offense coordinator to go to the Panthers. Actually, if I was him, I would not go to the Panthers because they're so bad. I'm serious. Maybe the Patriots. He might go to the Patriots. I'd rather have Bryce Young than have Mac Jones and freaking Zappy. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. All right, folks. It's about an hour. We did it. Oh, Thank Washington. Fi- go ahead. Go did ahead. Washington fire their coach yet or no? Oh, they did. No, they didn't. No? No, 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 no. No, the guy that beat cancer. Um, oh, no. No, they wouldn't do well, that. Well, the Bears are going to have a vacancy if. if yeah. If. Well, no, we already have, we're going to have five vacancies. Think about that. Chargers, Bears, Patriots, Patriots, Vegas, Vegas, oh yeah, Vegas, and And maybe the Rams, and the Rams, no, you don't think so? I don't know, the Rams are only one game out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're not going to get rid of them yet. They're not going to get rid of They won't get rid of him until um, the star uh, defensive guy, Donaldson, right? Is that his name? Yeah. Until he leaves. Just because that core of that team and all that stuff. You know, the pa- we need to go soon, but the Rams and the Packers are only, and even the shitty Saints are only one game out of the playoffs right now. Yeah, that's why it's important that Detroit wins that game. 
Detroit got lucky that Minnesota lost because they were like two games out, and then the, the one, if Minnesota won, they would have been in game off. And then they would have came into Detroit, and T.J. Atkinson would have torched. Probably still will. But. I don't know, man. I'm losing a little a lot of faith in uh, my boy, Jerry Goff. Watch this will be the game that Derek Carr has a field day. Oh, <laughs> Derek Carr sucks. Anyway, we can talk about that on Friday, a different day. So, yeah, so wait a second. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, uh, all the other platforms that you guys listen to my uh, uh, podcast. Uh, peace, love. I like thank my buddy Parlay Sean. Always great to be here. And uh, congratulations to Parlay Sean about his uh, success. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. All right, folks, if you have an addiction problem, go see somebody, talk to somebody, don't be ashamed. Eventually, everyone's going to stop drinking, and you'll probably be vaping and then trying to stop vaping in 30, 40 years. Now, that'll be the new, and if you're on narcotics, same thing. Don't do drugs. Don't be stupid. All right, peace. I'm out.